What up, guys and gals, dudes and dudettes? It's your boy Rick here, the host of the No Soliciting Experience. I just want to ask you guys a huge favor before we get into today's podcast is if you guys find value, if there's something that you learned, if there's something that you can apply today, I just ask that you share it with friends, coworkers, managers, owners, whatever it may be. If you find value in today's episode, just share it on your social media. Tag me, as you know, most active on social on social media through Instagram, at um, no soliciting bruh. So yeah, let's uh, get into it. Cue the music and get on to today's episode. All right, guys and gals, welcome back to the No Soliciting Experience. It's your boy Rick here. <clears throat> Super excited for today's episode. Um, today's guest, uh, we've gone back and forth for a little over a year now. And this is actually super dope because I remember getting a DM from him and saying, hey, I'm going to be on your podcast one day. And I, I was, you know, just going about my day the other day and I was on Instagram. I was looking at his stories and I was like, you know what? It's time. So without further ado, um, today's guest is Nick Noble. Nick, brother, thank you so much for being on, man. Appreciate everything you do. Um, and for those who don't know who you are, can you kind of give us a little bit of an intro about, you know, who you are and your background and how you got into this space? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, honestly, Rick, thanks for having me here. I'm stoked. I'm freaking honored and super grateful uh, to be to be here. Finally, you know, obviously for us is kind of like a long time coming. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm Nick. I'm from San Diego. Uh, I haven't been in the industry as long as some of your other guests on here, but I got into solar um, about a year ago, probably like last summer. And uh, I've been in like direct sales, just kind of my whole working career though. So, um, you know, believe it or not, like a lot of us, uh, my first kind of direct sales gig was actually network marketing, MLM. Uh, I won't name the company, but if you know, you know, hashtag YPR. Um, so, uh, I, uh, yeah, I got involved with that. I did that for a while and I just, you know, kind of realized that sales and communication, it's like the only thing professionally that I'm, that I'm like good at. There's a lot of things that, um, I tried doing, I wanted to do music that didn't really work out. Um, I did the whole college thing. Um, and I, it's not that I didn't do well in college. It's that I, I just, I didn't want to do it. It just wasn't something that was for me. I didn't see um, a point in me doing it. Obviously, like I don't not college. If you're going into like a super um, just kind of high end profession, like law or medical or something like that, then absolutely go to college. It just wasn't for me. So, um, but I was just kind of dabbling around. And then, uh, you know, last year I actually got into door to door and solar um, because of the pandemic. And so I know that a lot of people, um, a lot of people experienced 2020 and lockdown and the pandemic differently for some people, 
nothing really changed. For some people, you know, it wasn't a good year at all. And for some people, you know, like myself, I'm uh, super grateful that it was actually kind of a blessing in disguise, you know? So um, it was because of the pandemic that the company, the organization that I was with actually got into this space, you know? So um, I was with a direct sales and marketing company for, for like three years, um, three, four years. And, um, but you know, what we were doing, we were doing, uh, you know, the clients that we represented was, uh, big name, uh, nonprofit charities. Right. And we just did face-to-face professional fundraising. That's what we did for a long time. Um, but I know that in the back of my head, I, I had always wanted to get into like some kind of commercial product, you know? So whether it was, um, I don't know, cable, there was a division in our company that was doing, if you've heard of like that, um, kind of meal prep delivery service, HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, so they were doing that. And I was just like, okay, that'd be kind of cool to do. So um, finally, after you know, a few weeks of lockdown, all of us just trying a whole bunch of things, um, solar kind of fell into our lap. And I, and I was just like, dude, I, I just want to hop on it. And um, it's crazy because like, my first like two months, dude, I didn't sell a single deal. And, you know, I was, I, yeah, um, I remember cause we didn't get any formal training, you know, now, nowadays you, you know, so somebody joins a company and, and they get trained directly by somebody, get taken on the doors with somebody and you get to see how the whole process is. And for us, it was, you know, got a little training over zoom, how to solar work, what's the concept, go watch a few YouTube videos and then you go. Right. And so. I remember like my first day that I decided, you know, Hey, I'm going to get on the doors. Um, I stayed, <laughs> my freaking anxiety was like keeping me from going to sleep. Cause I was just running this, this pitch in my head, this door presentation in my head. And, uh, I remember getting to the, to the neighborhood that I decided, and I walked around the block. I walked around turf like twice without knocking a door. And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get myself to like knock a door, man. So I don't know if anybody's been there, but I know I went off a little bit, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I got involved in the industry is through the pandemic and through the through the company that I was with at the time. So, dang, yeah, about the doors. That's like me every other week. I just walk around hood or just ride right around my Segway. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna knock that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so for it's, everyone, it's crazy. So for everyone listening, your boy still gets anxiety on the doors. Yes, yes, I know that. Like for me, it's like the first door is the hardest. And, and, um, you know, obviously a lot of people say, you know, the hardest door is the car door. Um, for me, it's like, if I'm with somebody, whether it's somebody that is just going to the same turf as me, or if I'm training somebody, you know, getting out, it's like, it's not a problem. I could get out right away. And it's just, it's the times that, that like I'm by myself that I get into my own head. And I, I tell myself like, I'm like five minutes away. Nick, you're going to park, turn the car off, get the hell out. Um, and, and then all of a sudden I get like an email or I get a text or I get like one Instagram notification. And then that just, if I look at it, I'm screwed. <laughs> so uh, yep. yeah, we, we, we all go through it, man. We all go through it. It's just one of those things that you just, uh, there, there is no grandiose super nice way of saying it just get the hell out of the car 
<laughs> yeah. That's um, it. it. It's crazy. All it comes down to. Yeah. Um, Mar- so Marshall, he's the guy who recruited me and he's, you know, somebody that I like to consider as my mentor. And one thing that he did with me, he, um, he had me like record a video of myself, basically like me talking to me. And, um, and I said, basically I'm, this is, this is, I'm Nick Noble. This is what I want. These are my goals. This is what I want to achieve. And so here's me. And I would, I recorded myself. Here's me getting out of the car and Nick, future Nick, if you're watching this, you should too. Like keep watching this video every time you need to, until you don't need to anymore. And so like, I still have the video. I could send it to you if I want, if you want. If you want Dude, to, that's, so, that's, um, that's powerful. <clears throat> Dude, I, I have a voice recording. Um, this is actually something that is super powerful if we're talking about like the visualization and and the manifestation aspect and we'll we'll get into more on marshall because i i I like his style marshall and i vibe on a lot of weird ways but but if you're listening to this and you have those you have those moments do exactly what nick said like record yourself like this this is who i am these are my goals and whatever you want to tell yourself in the future like i remember I have, and I found it like maybe a month or two ago, um, a voice recording back in 2016, 2016, I think somewhere around that time, but it was a voice recording of me on the doors. And I was like, look, Rick, if you want to get out of this situation, you put yourself in, you're going to have to knock some doors. Whenever you feel like this, and this is why you should knock. And I literally put like spewed off everything because i was kind of in a in a bad situation financially emotionally um it was just a really bad time in my life and i was like hey look dude this this is what you got going on right now if you want to overcome these issues you got to knock if not then you better get used to feeling like shit all the time it's yeah it's it's crazy because like everything that we want is is behind the next door got to go to the bathroom we got to get a snack you know want to make some money want to hit our goals um like everything that we want is behind the door and and so it's really just getting like just getting started getting in the motion of it and um that that's at least for me that's 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 what keeps me from getting out of my own way is just opening or knocking the first door that's like that's really it so um but yeah i know that one thing that we did want to touch on was i guess like kind of my journey through the industry or like my journey yeah. to get to where i wanted yeah. to go yeah let's do that and just to kind of preface this like nick and i we have we keep in touch we text we call just check in on each other every so often just to make sure where we're both doing all right um one of the things that we're going to touch on right now is the fact that you just got to put in the work and things will fall into place um when Nick and I first started chatting a year ago, you were with that first company for the for those two months, like not making deals, right? And then you found out about Knockstar, and then from there, I feel like just life has just changed for you, bro. So yeah, just just yeah. just kind of walk us through that. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, my first two months, um, I didn't sell anything. I was watching a ton of videos um, and basically exploiting every resource that I could, you know, obviously, you know, Sam Taggart has his stuff on YouTube, uh, door to door university, the door to door experts and everything like that. So I was watching a whole bunch of that. And then, 
um, somebody in our company ended up sending your podcast, the no soliciting experience. Right. And that's when I found it. And I found a couple of episodes and, and, um, I loved it, dude. There was some people like lat just last year, just last summer who provided like really great content. Um, something that, or somebody that caught my eye was, um, you know, John Soriano. I knew him from my MLM days. And, um, so I listened to his podcast. And then of course there was your first podcast with Taylor McCarthy before Knockstar even existed. And, uh, I was just like, dude, that's when I decided I was just, you know, I was just like, dude, I'm going to be on this podcast. I don't know when, but like, it's, you know, at some point I'm going to be on this podcast. And, and that was, that was the day that, that I ended up messaging you that. So, um, kind of the turning point for me was, um, after a little while of not selling anything, ended up going on a blitz, um, in, in Florida, Tampa, we ended up getting some, you know, hot leads. There was just an abundance of leads and, uh, you know, I sold my first four deals over there and I was just like, dude, I'm, I love this industry. I love solar. Like this is, this is it. This is where I want to be. And so at the time I was living in Dallas and I decided, you know, I'm going to move back to California to do this. Even if I have to leave the company that I'm with, I'm going to do it. So ended up getting a deal, um, with, with my company to like basically become a dealer out here. And it was cool for a little bit, you know, got here last uh, you know, up here in Northern California, um, last end of August, end of se- or beginning of September, and things were going cool. I was doing like, you know, two or three deals a month, and, and you know, for me, the organization that I was a part of, that was like really good, and I love that organization to death, and I, you know, I love everybody that I have relationships with over there, but it's it's crazy when. <clears throat> You know, it's crazy how like your environment or the people that you surround yourself with kind of sets the standards for what's possible. And and so we thought, you know, a deal a week, a deal or two a week was like really good. And it was. And then after listening to your podcast, I was just like, dude, there has to be more. Like there just has to be more to this. And um ended up doing my first investment in in my personal development. Um, and that's when I I got door to door university. I got it last December, and then the following month i did um nine deals that was like my my you know record at the time and i was stoked i was getting a lot of props from my company and i was just like dude there still has to be more like there's got to be more and um, that's when i came across um that's when you linked me up with danny and taylor and then uh and then obviously and river actually river skinner he ended up reaching out to me too and that's when i i ended up joining the boot camp in March, I did the March Knockstar Bootcamp, and that's when everything kind of changed, right? So, um, learned a whole bunch of content, and that's when Danny Pessy actually introduced me to Marshall Tootin. Um, and we kept in touch, and I just kept working, just working my butt off, and um, just this feeling in the back of my head after being exposed to so much. You know, there's there were so many high performers in my bootcamp. You know, Alex Smith, uh, Jared Ioelu, um, Taylor Armstrong. Like there were so many high performers in in my Knoxar bootcamp that, like, my awareness has, was just so expanded. I was just like, I'm I'm not in the right place. I'm not at the right platform. I'm not surrounded by the right people. If solar is what I want to do at a very high level, yeah. And so, 
yeah and 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 then um there was that the knockstar um sales conference in dallas that's when yep. i met marshall in person right so from when i did the boot camp to the dallas event i was just keeping in touch with marshall and you know just this this seed of just like i need to find a better platform for solar it just kept growing and growing and growing finally when i met marshall in dallas and then i went to the event met you in person you know got back in touch with you know i met danny and taylor in person and i was just like all right i i think i know what i have to do yeah and then that's that's when i ended up partnering up with marshall and now you know partnering up with marshall um ended up i i partnered up with marshall for marshall as 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 a leader and then i ended up being a part of an amazing solar company um and then since then i've been um i've had like like my life has changed. Solar has changed my life, dude. Like, like just working hard, always be personally developing myself, you know, and, and really just putting in the hours and the work, dude, there's like solar changed my life. Yeah, dude, I freaking love that, bro. Um, you touched on a few things that I think people don't really understand. And it's the fact that you found your leadership. You found the leadership that you wanted, or you, you found the leadership that you needed, right? Um, but more yeah. importantly, you surrounded you, you surrounded yourself with high performing individuals. And it started with the investment of door to door university. Right. Mm -hmm. That took you to nine deals a month. You kept on producing. And then, dude, that that Knockstar group that you were in, just a bunch of savages. Dude, Absolutely it was insane. insane. Like our seating week. So Jared ended up and obviously you know jared very well um yeah so jared ended up being our team captain because during seating week so for me like like imagine my solar financial blueprint was five deals a month four or five deals a month is solid yeah right this <laughs> this guy this guy jared first day boom, puts up like five or six deals. I'm just like, yo, what the heck is going on? Oh boy ends up doing like 23 deals that one week. And I was just like, yo, dude, there, there's, man, there's no way that you can like not perform when the standard is this high. You either have to meet the standard or you got to get out. Dude. Like there's like my awareness and my standards were raised so high. And like my belief level was so expanded that like dude i couldn't do less than like five deals is like a bad month bro like for me at least you know it's yeah. like it's crazy because you know one deal a week you know it was just like oh dude yeah you're awesome yeah you're doing good you know you're making eight grand a month maybe yeah. um but then this guy is just like dude like when, when, when you, when you know, and when you find out what's possible, you can't unknow anymore, you know, like you can't unlearn that stuff. It's crazy. Exactly, man. And you just kept doing it. You just kept, so you continue to do what you started doing, which is personally develop. You invest in your personal development. You end up in Dallas, you meet up with everybody, meet up with the squad. And then like, what I want to get across to people is the fact that as you continue to work on yourself, you become more self-aware. 
you become more self-aware of your abilities. You become more self-aware of your potential. And you realize that sometimes there is a ceiling where you're at within your own organization, within your own team, you know, your potential. And as you become more self-aware, you start to see that, Hey, like my ceiling is this, but my potential is like so much higher than that. Right. And you owe it to, and you owe it to yourself to find the leadership, find the team, find the organization that will help you get to your potential that you see for yourself. And that's what you did, bro. Right. And dude, since yeah. then, like, since then, how how has your quality of life changed from like this time last year to now? Oh my gosh, dude. It's 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 night and day, you know, like I know that so I'm I'm married. Just had my three-year anniversary a couple of weeks ago, and um, a lot of the conversations or a lot of the arguments, like a lot of marriages, you know, was around money. Or if it if it wasn't about money, it had derived from money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, when I was uh, only making like forty, fifty grand a year, or like with, if I didn't sell anything or if I sold a small deal, or if I only had three deals in my pipeline and two of them cancel, like, like, dude, we're, we're stressed out. We get, we get, uh, we're very irritable and the smallest things end up, you know, starting an argument. So, uh, now it's gotten to a point where like, Hey, we don't have to worry about money. I've got a pipeline. Um, I've learned how to, sell quality deals that go to install, you know? So like, I know that I've always got money coming in and now there's just when, when you don't have to worry about money, like your options just open up and your stress level just goes down. Obviously money can't buy happiness, but like, I don't know. I I feel like anybody who says that has just never really had it before. And so, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, money is not money, like having money for the sake of money. That's not it. It's like what you can do with the money. It's what money can, uh, how you can use it as a tool. And, and really just when, when you have a solid amount of money in the bank, you're just, you're not scared of anything anymore. You know, Hey, you know, I, I gotta pay for this, for my team, $500 tab, thousand dollar tab or whatever. Cool. You got it. Yeah, that's cool. You know, whatever don't got to worry about this. Don't got to worry about that. And when that's the, when the biggest thing that caused the, the stress in your life, when that goes away, dude, everything changes, everything changes. You know, you end up not being scared to make decisions. Um, you end up, uh, just being able to breathe. You can sleep well at night. You know, your, your, the bills that are coming up don't scare you anymore. Like, dude, it's, and then, and then not only that, but just being surrounded by killers and high performers and everybody who's just got like ambition and, and, and goals and everything like that. Um, it just, obviously you surround yourself or you're the person that you surround yourself with the most. Right. And so if the five people that you surround yourself with are just very ambitious, highly organized, highly skilled and high performing people there's just by default, you'll, you'll be the sixth person, you know? So, um, it's, it's been a life changer, man. Like I'm telling you like night and day quality of life. It's, it's insane. I love that, bro. And it's something that you continue to do is just invest in yourself. And I think that's, um, for me, it's very, very frustrating when I see people not do it. Yeah. 
I think that because because you're you take yourself with you everywhere. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's here in solar or if it's in door to door or even if it's not in sales anymore. Like you're taking yourself with you, and and I think that personal development is the best thing that you can give somebody. It's the best thing that you can give your organization, right? Like I know Jim Rohn talks about personal development being a gift. It's not like I'll make you better and you make me better. It's like no, I will make myself better for you, and you make yourself better for me. And when you're investing in yourself, like you know that you're going to get a return. Like there's a lot of things that people are investing in right now, real estate, crypto, NFTs, you name it, you know, but you're always going to have yourself. And I think that being the best is just never, is never stopping getting better, you know? So um, being able to say like, Hey, I'm going to take a bet on myself that I can take myself to the next level. I'm going to drop this grand or I'm going to drop this five grand. or I'm going to drop this X amount of money. You are your, the, the most important thing that you can invest in. Yeah, no doubt. 100%. That's in all aspects, like in how you get better, what you eat, you know, mm-hmm. what you, what, what you put into your body, what you put into your mind. Ultimately, that's going to be what transcends past everything else. Doesn't nothing else matters really. From what from what yeah. I see, right? Yeah, and and if you if anybody can observe like the top performers in the organization, nine times out of ten, they probably have a solid routine. You know, a solid daily routine. They probably have a they don't eat like shit every day. Excuse my language. They probably have some kind of fitness routine. They're probably develop, developing themselves somehow every single day, whether it's one-on-ones, books, audios, um, podcasts like this. Like, dude, they're developing themselves in every single aspect. And, you know, if, if, you, if somebody has what you want, I mean, the smartest thing to do is to do what they do, you know? So mm-hmm. um, always be developing yourself and always be getting better in every way, you know, like there's the whole mantra of just like every day in every way and getting better and better, even if it's just 1%. Yeah. That's what it is, man. I love that. Um, what do you think for you has attributed more to your success aside from the personal development? Like what, what do you think has attributed most to your success over the last year? Um, honestly, it's, it's, it's my belief level. Like that's really it. You know, when last year, when I got into solar, I had known people who have gone into solar and I knew that solar was a good industry. Um, but everything comes with belief, dude. Like you cannot beat anybody who has a higher belief than you. I mean, even just in sales, right? Like you believe in your product more than they believe in their objection. Right. So, uh, my belief level went from, okay, solar works to door knocking works to door knocking is fun to I can do this to I can make this amount to I can do this amount of deals to now like you know putting it out there and and obviously I don't know how many people are going to watch this but I'll just I'll just keep keep myself accountable you know for 2022 but you know now to put it out there like my goal is 600k next year i've never even like dreamed or believed that i was able to do that like bef- dude before i got into solar 
shoot, before I even join, you know, the company that I'm with, Better Earth, like the most amount of money that I've ever made in one month was like five, six, seven grand, something like that. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Right. And like the one month that I made a like a stupid, unbelievable, you know, for me at least, high five figure month in commissions, I was just like, okay, now I, I can't do less than this. I, I can never do less than this. So so I have big goals and like my belief level has changed, you know, from thinking and, and believing that solar was like a good idea to, okay, solar is going to take me and get me everything that I want to do. Like not just solar, but just like the things that I'm doing, my work ethic, the people that I'm surrounding myself with, like I, my belief level is so freaking high. You can't tell me any different. Dude. I love that. And that's what it is, bro. Like given, given the, given the statistics, right. If, if we were to look at where you started last year and where you're at, you should not be where you're at, bro. Give, given the circumstances, and th this is a crazy thing, is it doesn't matter what situation you're in, as long as your belief system is there and as long as you work your ass off, you can be in a better situation. Again, it just comes down to that belief. If you believe you can do it, you're going to work your ass off because you believe you can do it. You're just going to make it work. By making it work, you work harder than most people. Yeah, that's what it is. 100%. That's, yeah, and it's like, it also, it's like, not just okay what do you believe is possible but like what do you what do you like if we get that in like super deep and we probably could um but like what do you believe about yourself you know mm -hmm. i think that a reason that a lot of people leave the industry is either they don't believe in their organization they don't believe in the product they're selling or they don't believe that they can do it yeah you know like a, a lot of people who go through a really big like or a lot of organizations or people companies that have like really big turnover it's just they're what seems to me they're not able to instill enough belief in the newest person that they can become the top performer too yeah or that they can i mean forget about that like they they can't instill enough belief that this person can become successful knocking doors in general yeah right so yeah belief the belief is huge like if you believe in everything like eventually you're going to get there. Like I, I believe that I was going to get on this podcast and now, now I'm here. So, which I appreciate you, bro. Shout out to the no soliciting experience and no soliciting bra. Best door to door memes on the interwebs. Hell yeah. I love that, bro. Dude, <laughs> dude one, one of the things that fascinates me, bro, it's, there's so much cause it's, dude, you just, you just did it. I don't know how else to put it besides you just did it. Right. You have the support system, you have the leadership, you have the tools and the resources. But the crazy thing is, is like me seeing this, it's like, dude, you didn't have that. Now you have it. Right. So, yeah. I mean, what, what do you like? I mean, approaching it, because if people watch like my story, you're always popping them up, dude, always popping up like this little, little emoji, like whatever, <laughs> what, whatever. Yeah whatever sale, however big the, the system was, but you're constantly doing it, bro. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, and it's it was, December. Yeah. Dude, it was, it, I'll, I'll be like really honest because like this story in itself, it seems like a crazy, you know, Cinderella story guy who couldn't sell now is selling X amount of deals every month. It's, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Like the decision one I had to come to terms with, 
with myself, I had to come to terms with the fact that if solar was what I wanted to do, if door to door was what I wanted to do at a very high level, I had to really come to terms with the fact that I was not in the right place. And it sucked because like I said, I, I was with this organization for like four years, man. And it was like, excuse me, there were people that I had considered mentors that I considered, you know, some of my best friends and I had a reputation in the organization. And I was just like, okay, am I going to leave this? Am I going to step away from this because of, you know, because don't get me wrong, like the organization itself, it had really good makings or had the makings to become a really good solar company. But it just, for me, I really had to realize and admit that I I just had to be true to myself and admit that like I was not just not in the right platform if this is what I wanted to do. And once that happened, and it was really hard, I had to have like really hard conversations, I had tough conversations and um, it sucked, man. I had like, there was, there was like a day where I was like, I was like crying. I was like sad. I was anxious. And, and, and like, I had to basically cut ties with these people that I considered my best friends and my family that I learned so much from and um, to pursue this, this idea of solar. Right. You know, and, and obviously there were these things coming up to my head. just like, and I had this conversation with Danny Pesci too. I was just like, dude, what if a year from now I'm in the same position wearing a different shirt? And that was, that was like the risk for me. And so I had to really just take that leap of faith and, and believe that like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it correctly and I have to do it well and I have to perform. Otherwise, like, like what else am I going to do? Like, I'm not good at anything else professionally. I didn't go to school. I didn't like, dude, like, or at least I didn't finish school. I don't know how to do anything else like sales and, and talk to people. That's the only thing that I know. So I have to make this happen. And so I didn't really have a choice, you know, like I made the jump and I had to just freaking hustle and work my butt off and believe that it was possible. And it was, you know, and, and, and like I said, I happened to have amazing leadership, amazing training. Um, obviously there was the Knockstar retreats and, you know, the one in, in Key West that was incredible. It, yep. Like that has a huge influence over the way that I do my in-home appointments right now. Um, like even to this day and, and I just, I had no choice, but to make it happen though. Like that was it. Like literally burned my ships. I know it's like super cliche, but dude, I burned my ships and I had to cut ties. Like I did my best not to burn bridges, but dude, it was tough. It was really freaking hard. Um, and I just, like I said, I think I got lucky. I think I got blessed, but I, I, I just had to believe that I could do it. And I really had to keep on developing myself because, you know, at the end of the day, if it is to be, it's up to me. And that's, that's what I had to do. Heck yeah, dude. I love that. Absolutely love it. So everybody here listening, like, that's what it is. It's just you zero, zero options mentality. You either make it work. You, there, there is no other choice but making it work. And that's what I love. That's that's what I respect, and that's uh, one what I respect about you. And this one that's a, an admirable trait in anybody within the industry. It's just like, dude, I'm gonna make this work. Doesn't matter how hard I work. Doesn't matter how hard, um, you know, how late I knock. It's it's gonna get done. It's not a matter of yeah. if. It's a matter of when. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Now, <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I, I. I think we should get something also straight. It's just like we're not advocating questioning your position in whatever organization that you're in. Okay, so everybody listening to this, do like if if you're not if you're doing well, you're have a great organization, have a great team, have great leadership and great training. You don't have to change anything. That's just what happened for me. Um, but really, just just be honest with yourself. If if you know, for the people listening to this that might be in a similar situation, like, yeah, be, be honest with yourself and, and really think about like, are you in the right place? Um, where do you see yourself in 30, 60, 90 days? Where do you see yourself in a year? Um, and if something needs to change, then, you know, I don't think you should let anybody question your business decisions. And I don't think that, you know, for a lot of people out there who are stick, sticking with an organization um, in the name of loyalty, but your mental health goes out the way, then, you know, I don't think that any organization is worth risking your mental health for. doesn't matter if it's door to door or solar or sales, but like anywhere that you're at, anywhere that you're at. Um, so, but yeah, if you're good, cool. Not advocating leaving your organization. Like don't, <laughs> don't do that. Not advocating leaving your industry. I think that there's a lot of people like, I love seeing people doing alarms and pest and like obviously a lot of people are making this like solar jump or getting on the solar bandwagon but dude like yeah. a lot i i really really admire alarm and pest uh pest reps because like i think that they i think they're bred in an environment of discipline and work ethic and just absolute relentlessness you know i think yeah. we have it really easy in solar because you can sell a deal for like five grand and be good you know um but like these past guys that i see and these alarm guys that i see on on your page and everything like that dude it's it's crazy like during these summer blitzes that people do seeing people out to like 9 10 11 sometimes midnight bro it's nuts and you know kudos to you guys um that's so yeah if you don't need to leave your organization or or your industry please don't um (laughs) <laughs> so I just wanted to get that straight. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, just to kind of put it um, into perspective, like your goals, your goals are your are your destination. Door to door, solar, all that down to the team is a vehicle to get you to your destination. Right. The tools, the resources, everything that's part of the vehicle. So you just got to figure out the the, the self awareness aspect of like, hey, this is my goal. This is my destination what's going to get me there the fastest 100%. sometimes sometimes you you got to upgrade the vehicle man yeah dude i mean you could be the best freaking formula race car driver in the world but if you're left with a freaking volkswagen bug dude you're not gonna you're not gonna get where you actually want to go and so sometimes it's not even door-to-door sometimes it's not even sales dude like i know people who are in door-to-door people who are like super close to me um in door-to-door in sales and it just ended up not working out. That doesn't mean that they're weak. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, not as strong a person as you. But then soon later, they found an industry where now they're absolutely thriving in. You yep. know, like my 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 cousin um, was in door to door with me. He was like my first recruit. He was a lead setter for me, and he did well. He set like really great appointments, and and we put through a good amount of deals, and then. Um, you know, eventually he just decided it wasn't for him and that's okay. And then now dude, he's freaking absolutely thriving 
as as a crypto trader like he's that's what he does he's on the charts like every single day and and dude that like he's doing really really well so you know sometimes whether it's the vehicle or the organization or the industry it doesn't it doesn't really matter dude figure out what you want find a way to get there and and just go that way don't let anybody question you obviously be ethical with everything but like don't let anybody question your business decisions and your goals are yours dude your dreams are yours so go out and freaking get after them however you you need to you know heck yeah bro freaking love that so due to time right and i know nick you're one of the people who i'm gonna be having on multiple times so just because where you started where you're at where you're going bro like there's so much value that you bring to the marketplace and there's so much value that, that you bring to the space so before we get into more you know more good good content <laughs> right because <laughs> you're 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 literally just going to be getting better. So just to kind of wrap this up, if there's one piece of advice that you would give to the door-to-door industry, what would that be? I mean, it, it really just comes down to, you know, developing yourself. Always get better every single day. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how, how much or how little like better is better progress is progress you know progression is the name of the game you know you can't build a puzzle without the pieces you know a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step like like we could put it however many ways we want but dude if you're always getting better and you're always putting yourself in a, in a position to progress dude you're you're gonna win you know yeah. you you are absolutely going to win you're gonna achieve what you want uh, it's the people who stop getting better and the stop and the people who become stagnant that, you know, that end up either not achieving what they want or it takes way longer or they just end up losing belief. You know, it's just like what, what Taylor says, it's either going to help you or it's going to hurt you. There's no neutral, everything that you do, right. Yeah. Not like always get better. And that's what I love about the door to door industry because you learn and you adapt and you you develop so quickly in just a short amount of time on the doors like like there's so much that you can learn on the doors and um so yeah that's that's what i would do invest in yourself get better read listen um if you're afraid to you know drop x amount of money on a certain program obviously it's got to be you know you know, reputable or whatever, but like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself because, um, you know, it's just, you're always going to have a return. Like I, I can't put it any other way. Like if you invest in yourself, you will always have a return 100% seven days a week, 24 seven. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Love that. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, I am just on Instagram mainly um, at underscore Nick Noble. Um, feel free to shoot me a DM. Uh, you know, if you need help with anything, if you need advice, if you just want to say what's up, if you just reply to my stories, just please don't try to recruit me. Um, <laughs> please don't try to sell me anything. Um, I love building relationships with people, uh, but please don't try to recruit me. It would it's almost impossible, anyways. You have to be able to recruit my leader to recruit me. So um, that's that's how I've always been. That's how I've always done it. But yeah, at underscore Nick Noble on Instagram, um, follow me or don't, you know, do what you want with that information. Um, I'm happy to respond to people's DMs. I do it all the time. Um, 
yeah, that's where people can find me. Sweet. All right, guys. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Thank you. What you into, no matter what you see, when you look outside your window, brown grass or green grass, picket fence or barbed wire, never ever put them down. You just lift your arms higher, raise them to your arms higher, let them know you there, that you struggling, surviving, that you gon' persevere. Yeah.